The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. On that day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our psalm begins, Give thanks to the Lord, for the Lord is good. We say at the end of our worship each week, God is good. And all the time. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? (laughs) You know, it's easy when the sky is clear, the sun is shining, and you're feeling healthy and strong and surrounded by loved ones to answer with a resounding yes. (laughs) I remember some years ago, we were on vacation uh, down in Florida, uh, and we went to uh, Panama City Beach. I had been there some years before that, and I wanted to take my kids and Corey and uh, the whole family over to this place called Shell Island. Uh, I just remember uh, how beautiful it was, uh, pristine beaches, no infrastructure at all, and, and just lovely. I wanted to take the kids there to experience this. You could stand up to your neck in water and look down and see your toes wiggling in the water. That's how beautiful it was. Wanted to take them over there. It was a beautiful day like this. We went out, uh, took, you had to get there by ferry. Uh, and so uh, we ferried across and we got there and uh, uh, we had about five minutes of beautiful weather on this sandy Gulf beach. About five minutes. And then out of nowhere came the most horrific storm I've ever experienced in my life. The temperature dropped about 30 degrees in, in like a minute. The skies were dark. Rain was pelting us so hard it felt like ice hitting us. It was, uh, the wind was howling and lightning was striking and we were huddled up fearful and tearful, praying the Lord's Prayer again and again and again because we just knew that was the only thing that was going to get us. And and I have to confess, I looked over at the family that was kind of next to us, huddled under their umbrella, which they had collapsed, but there it was, standing tall, and I thought, we're safe because lightning's going to hit the highest thing. (laughs) I confess. (laughs) I confess. 
confess. It was horrific. You know, but then, uh, you know, it kind of passed on. It was still cool, uh, and uh, we had to wait for a while for the, you know, for the ferry to come back. And the water was warmer than the air, so we kind of went back out into the water and waited. And, you know, we made it back and, whew, dodged a bullet there, you know, and thought all was done. Until the kids went back to school in September, and, you know, teachers always have their children write about, what did you experience this summer? And in both of their papers, they wrote, Dad tried to kill us this summer. <laughs> And uh, thankfully, they went on to explain the situation. (laughs) You know, it's in those moments when storms come up out of nowhere that we can start to question in our hearts, is God good? If God's good, why am I going through this thing that I'm going through? When the clouds roll in and the winds are pounding us and the waves threaten to swamp the boat. Can we declare, not out of fear, but in faith, God is good. He loves me, that his mercy endures forever. The disciples had been with Jesus for some time. They had watched him uh, heal people, cast out demons. They had heard him teach and preach. They saw him as a great teacher, a worker of wonders. They would have followed him to the ends of the earth. But then when the storm arose and Jesus was asleep in the stern, they questioned in their hearts, teacher, teacher, do you not care? We're about to die here. We are perishing. Do you not care? Jesus stood up. He rebuked the winds. He spoke a stern word to the sea. Peace, be still. And the wind, the waves, they obeyed him. Have you ever been on the water and, and you've seen it, a dead calm? Quite a contrast to what they had just been experiencing. Awe-inspiring. They were struck with wonder. But Jesus wasn't done talking. After rebuking the wind and the waves, he rebuked the disciples Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Christian, I ask you, why are you afraid this morning? What are you afraid of? You could fill in the blank with all kinds of answers. I could postulate what things we could possibly be afraid of, but let's just get down to it. There is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. Jesus 
rose from the dead. Because he rose from the dead and because you are claimed as a child of God through his death and resurrection, you need not fear death. That very thing the disciples feared while they were out on the waters that day. If you don't need to fear death, what do you need to be afraid of? Nothing. God, who has power to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, calls you his beloved child. And one day he will raise you dead to eternal life. And that eternal life is yours now. So you don't have to fear about running out of time. Fathers, you don't have to worry about your kids growing up, leaving the nest and what they're going to do and what's, what their future is. God, God loves you. He loves them. God's got you. He holds you in the palm of his hand. There is literally nothing to fear. The Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. Jesus. Jesus did care that the disciples were perishing. Not that threat on the waters, but their mortal sin. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. By Jesus' death and his resurrection, we who are in Christ, who believe in him, who confess him to be Lord, who confess him to be good, we need not fear anything, for we will not perish. Even though we die, we will live in him. So the psalmist concludes the psalm by saying, Give thanks to the Lord. Extol him in the assembly. Give him praise among the elders. And that's why we're here today. To give him praise. Because we've been through some storms. We've been through quite a doozy of a storm this year. With COVID and all the responses to it and all of the politics and everything else. We've been through a doozy of a storm, but you know what? Look, we're here. God is good all the time and all the time. Amen. Amen. God is good. And so we come here to praise him, to give thanks and to speak that same word of peace to each other because You can look to your left or your right or look at your own life and know somebody's going through a storm right now and they need to hear that reminder, that reminder that God has got this. God has them in the palm of his hand that he loves them. If you know somebody who is going through a storm right now, don't let another day pass before you go and speak peace 
into the midst of the storm. Walk alongside them. Let them know that the Lord is good, that his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. Give him praise. Extol him in the assembly and let your neighbor know that God is a God who brings peace through the roughest storms in life and that in him we need fear nothing. In the name of Jesus, amen.